Good morning. My name is Russell Klotfelder, I am so very honored to be able to share my testimony, and short message, here at Project RE3, thank you so much for this opportunity, I first met Beth and Pastor Mike when he was a youth pastor at my home church, after he moved on, we kept in touch over the years, he was so kind to ask me here to give my testimony, after he learned I was looking for speaking opportunities. I would like to tell you a little bit about myself. I love to hunt and fish, watch the Duke Blue Devils, and Carolina Panthers, I also love to buy, sell, and watch the stock market, it is really interesting to me. But out of all the things I enjoy, my biggest joy in life is spreading the good news of Jesus Christ, wherever, and whenever I get a chance. Please allow me to open with prayer, dear God, thank you so much for the opportunity to come into your house today, we praise your name. We ask you Lord to have your healing hand be upon everyone that is sick or ailing in this church and in this community, we ask that you would be with this worship service, please allow the Holy Spirit to dwell here with us, allow the words in which I have prepared, be pleasing in your sight, and it's in the infinite name of Jesus we pray, Amen. Again my name is Russ. I am a lifelong member at Shady Grove United Methodist Church, in Winston-Salem. When you look and listen to me please do not feel sorry for me, for I am a richly blessed child of God, I really believe God made me this way so that I might be a better witness for Him, if I were a typical young man. I probably would not be here giving my testimony this morning, God has performed some mighty works, in, and through me, and I feel so very honored to have this small ministry for Christ, I am so very blessed, with great parents, a great church family and great friends, but, greatest of all, I have a great relationship with Jesus Christ, who blesses me daily. I have a condition called cerebral palsy, this condition is caused before, during, or after the time of birth when the brain is deprived of oxygen, I have had this disability from birth, I have never been able to walk on my own, and so I have this power wheelchair. Likewise, I have never been able to talk, so I have this communication device, which allows me to speak. The head array is the device around the top of my head, it does many things, but it is basically a computer mouse, it allows me to direct everything, I am so very thankful because I don't know where I would be without all the technology I have been blessed with. I have many physical limitations, but still God calls me to be His hands and feet, 
God made it possible for me to serve on mission trips in places as far away as Maryland, Nashville, and Atlanta, and other local missions. God allowed me to share my testimony to thousands of young people, at huge youth conferences, like Tsunami Ministries FX 2015, in Black Mountain, North Carolina, and Revolution 2016, in Columbia, South Carolina. My latest blessing, in which I am really excited, is being able to have my own website, RussClodfelterMinistries.com, there I give sermons and anyone anywhere, can watch my sermons or listen to my podcast messages, if you have a chance, check out my website at Rusklotfelter Ministries. I have to be honest, living with cerebral palsy has not been an easy road, but on the other hand I have had some amazing, miraculous, and fulfilling experiences, Jesus Christ has blessed me and my ministry in a huge way. I truly believe God has a plan for me, which brings us to our message, I hope you brought your Bibles, we will be focusing on Luke chapters 1 and 2, Matthew chapter 1, and various verses from Isaiah and Jeremiah. My message this morning is titled, God has the perfect plan, going forward, what is, your plan? Today we look at Mary, Joseph, Zacharias, and Elizabeth and the parts they played in saving each one of us. First let's look at Zacharias and Elizabeth, reading in Luke. 1 starting at verse 5. There was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias, of the division of Abijah, his wife was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth, and they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blameless, but they had no child, because Elizabeth was barren, and they were both well advanced in years, so it was, that while he was serving as priest before God in the order of his division, according to the custom of the priesthood, his lot fell to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord, and the whole multitude of the people was praying outside at the hour of incense, then an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing on the right side of the altar of incense, and when Zacharias saw him, he was troubled, and fear fell upon him, but the angel said to him, Do not be afraid Zacharias, for your prayer is heard, and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall call his name John. And you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink, he will also be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb, 
and he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God, he will also go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah, to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. And Zacharias said to the angel, How shall I know this, for I am an old man, and my wife is well advanced in years, and the angel answered and said to him, I am Gabriel, who stands in the presence of God, and was sent to speak to you and bring you these glad tidings, but behold, you will be mute and not able to speak until the day these things take place, because you did not believe my words which will be fulfilled in their own time, praise be the reading and hearing of God's mighty word. Zacharias and Elizabeth had prayed many years for a son, by this time they thought they were too old to have children, they were resigned to the fact they would die childless, Zacharias would go on with his priestly duties while Elizabeth would keep the home place in order. But here their plans changed in a moment, the child they had given up on, had been foretold hundreds of years ago, as we read in Isaiah 40 verse 3, a voice of one calling, In the wilderness prepare the way for the Lord, a highway for our God. Elizabeth and Zacharias felt so blessed to change their personal future plans, several months into Elizabeth's pregnancy, Mary receives a visit from an angel, seems her plans too, are about to change, we begin our reading here, in Luke. Chapter 1 verses 26 to 38 Now in the sixth month the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David, the virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you, blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus, he will be great, and will be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I do not know a man? And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Highest will overshadow you, therefore, also, that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Now indeed, 
Elizabeth your relative has also conceived a son in her old age, and this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren, for with God nothing will be impossible, then Mary said, Behold the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word, and the angel departed from her, praise be the glorious word. We look now at Mary, a good and righteous God-fearing woman, her plan is made, her husband has been chosen for her, which was customary, Mary is preparing for their life together. In the blink of an eye her plans are forever altered, the implications of an unmarried woman, in this period of time, becoming with child, would mean disgrace, alienation, and rejection. After her encounter with the angel Gabriel, her plans are forgotten and replaced with God's perfect plan. Let's turn in our Bibles to Isaiah 9 verse 6, keep in mind the prophetic writing of Isaiah was written approximately 700 years before the birth of Jesus, starting at verse 6, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder. And his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Finally we look at Joseph, his account comes from Matthew chapter 1 starting at verse 18. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows, after his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit, then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly, but while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit, and she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child, and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel which is translated, God with us, then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took to him his wife, and did not know her till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. Praise be the glorious word. Joseph might be the unsung hero in the birth of Jesus, he was a righteous upright man, he was happy with his fiancée, he had a plan, he was busy building their residence onto his parents' house, 
which was customary, looking forward to his wedding, their life together and eventual children, his plan was right on track. All at once he learns Mary is with child, he jumps to the obvious conclusion, his wife-to-be, has somehow been unfaithful, just as you or I would assume. In that day, they could possibly be rejected from family, face persecution from the community, it could even possibly result in a death sentence for Mary, by stoning, which was legal. Joseph did not want any of this to happen, so he made an alternate plan, he decided to divorce her quietly, hopefully sparing her disgrace, enter the angel of the Lord, he reveals everything to Joseph, and he accepts God's perfect plan for them, if we read the Bible from cover to cover, we find God never overrides free will. All of God's chosen people throughout the Bible made their own decisions, not always choosing correctly, and sometime carrying out their own selfish plans, thus Mary, Joseph, Zacharias, and Elizabeth could have rejected God's plan and went down their own path in this world, but I would hate to imagine this. Now let's be honest with ourselves, as we start the second part of this message, God has the perfect plan. Going forward, what is your plan? So what is your plan? You may say God has never informed me of my plan. You may have thought after I accepted Christ, his plan for me was complete. Maybe you give your tithe in the collection plate and leave the ministry to pastors, evangelists, and missionaries. Let us read our final scripture, some of the final words and last instructions from a crucified Jesus, reading from Matthew chapter 28 verses 16 through 20. Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee, to the mountain which Jesus had appointed for them, when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted, and Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth, go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. Praise be the Holy Word. The Great Commission, my favorite verses in the Bible, the most powerful command that has ever been given to mankind. Jesus clearly maps out the plan for his church, and by the church, yeah, that's you and I, as I have given my testimony many times, I always remind those listening, that we all have a ministry, it started when we accepted Jesus Christ as our Savior, his plan for us was not complete, 
it was only beginning, when we became a follower of Christ, our life and plan changed. We became brand new, we now live our life differently, people notice this, and they are watching us, and the Christian values we hold. You may wonder, what is God's plan for me? So, have you asked God what is his plan for you, have you prayed for direction, then silently and patiently waited for God's response? The plan God has for you may be as simple as asking a neighbor to visit your church, helping in the nursery, or helping out at a homeless shelter, leading a Bible study, or going on a mission trip, perhaps it may be as large as going into seminary, and living your life for Christ as a pastor. I believe God has a plan for everyone, we must do some self-evaluation, are we living out God's perfect plan, or some self-centered worldly plan? One last scripture nugget from Jeremiah 29 verse 11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Let us end in prayer. Dear awesome God, we thank you for the freedom to worship you, as we prepare this week for Christmas, let us not get distracted with the world's view, but let us remember the true meaning of Christmas, we thank you Lord for your perfect plan, reveal the plan you have for our life, make us a better witness in your world, help us to be a better friend to others, let us be the salt and light for Christ, I ask your blessings to be upon the ministry here at Project RE3, lead, guide and protect us this week, help us to be in your will, in your word, and in your way, and it's in the mighty name of Jesus we pray, Amen. Thank you so much for allowing me the great honor of sharing a message with you this morning, and I always end by saying, reach out to others in love, instantly being transformed into the hands and feet of Christ, thank you again, and have a blessed week.